This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The thoughts that I have towards you, say the Lord. Otherwise, you don't say the plans that I have for you, say the Lord, they are plans of good and not of evil to give you hope and a future. Give you hope and a future. Your today is good, but honestly, according to God's plan and purpose, your tomorrow is better. Your today is great, but according to God's plan and purpose, your tomorrow is greater. You might be at the best of today. Tomorrow holds something that is bigger, better, greater. That is God's plan and purpose for you. Amen. And I see the Lord ordering your steps to enter into the center of his will. And that is success. Sacrifices and offerings that was not, but the body has that prepared me. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the books. It is written of me to do thy will. He took away the first so he could establish the second. I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ that what God would do in your life today will cause you to be in tandem with his eternal will and purpose for you. And that is what it means to be successful according to God's plan and purpose. Amen. Let's read the book of Joshua. Studying the scriptures and drawing out some truth from the word of God. It says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. It says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of their life. somebody was going to take that word and personalize it. No man either acting by himself or as an agent of the enemy 
will be able to stand against you. All the days of their life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Not going to fail you, not forsake you. In spite of what you are going through at the moment, in spite of where you are at this transition, he will not leave you, nor forsake you. Until he has gotten you to the center of where he wants you to be. So he says, be strong and of good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be strong and be very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper and whatsoever thou goest, whithersoever thou goest, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Good success. Good success. Let me say good success. Good success. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever thou goest. I read the new the NLC version. Verse 8. It says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. My please help me say strong and courageous. Okay. What are the principles of God? The principles of success. God wants you to succeed. He wants you to have good success. Now, you see that God had gone ahead of the children of Israel. He has secured the place for them. He had given them the land. He has promised to them. Not only that, his presence also went with them. Remember when Moses says, no, we're not going anywhere if your presence does not go with us. And he says, my presence will go with you and you shall have rest. You shall have rest. God is interested in you having good success. I have seen people have worked out their entire lives in trying to be successful. Using the principles of the world, at the end of the day, they end up stressed up, their marriage broken, no relationship. They end up being greedy and only thinking about themselves. They end up with disease, cancer, high blood pressure. 
end up with many enemies. And therefore, every time they have to travel, they have to go with Mopo police everywhere because they are afraid of their lives. Good success is different. God wants you to succeed in a very good way. He doesn't want you to scratch to the top. It's not God's will for you to scratch to the top. Why? You know, the world defines success. When they see, they can estimate. They say, oh, this guy's successful. When they look at your status, probably your fame, probably your name, or how notorious, in quote, like people, for example, in the entertainment industry, the more notorious they are, <laughs> the more successful um, people think they are. Um, the size of a bank account, your status in the, in the community, that is man's standard of measuring success. It's not God's standard. It's not God's standard. And now, all those things are very important. I don't say they're not important. In fact, all those things, like wealth, money, and all that, have been captured in the plans of God. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. They are parts, they are byproducts of the main blessings. So seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. God's definition of success is in you entering and reaching to the place where he has destined for you. You being at the center of his agenda. And so, we'll look at the children of Moses. We can draw some truth there. Look at the children of Israel. They left the land of Egypt to the place where God had promised them. And so, they left after 430 years. God used Moses as the prophet to lead them. And then it came to pass when Moses died and then the baton was handed over to Joshua and God gave him these principles. As I said, there are many principles that you can read out there. Many books written on success. Many books. Many books. Fantastic. They are okay. Fantastic. But as a Christian, your own orientation, your mindset should be very different. Why? Because Jesus Christ has succeeded for you. Oh. Jesus paid the price for you to be successful. Not that he's going to pay. He paid the price on the cross of Calvary. He sowed what no man can ever sow. It's impossible for a man to sow what has been sown by Jesus Christ. It's impossible. We are not qualified. No man is qualified. No man is blameless before God. No man is without sin before God. No man can pay that price on the cross of Calvary. Where I was disdained, he was crucified. Why? So that a grace will be released to you so you can have good success. I've read many books 
or not, no, not many, but I've read some books, you know, on success out there. Most of the times you see, say, just get a project, think about it, behave it, act it, put up your plans, pay the sacrifice, huh? and then you get there. You get there. But in Christ, it's not that. And I was telling people on Wednesday that most of us will read other books than the Bible. You should read more of the Bible. Other books should revolve around the Bible. Because the Bible is an eternal instruction given to you to succeed. This is coming from the mouth of God himself. Saying this is how you can prosper and have not only success, but a good, good success. Good success. Success without scandals. Success that keeps you at rest. Success made easy for you. So, the Bible should be the main frame. The scripture, the word of God should be the main frame. Every other thing should revolve. In fact, the word of God will also be a filter. So when you read things, you can use the filtration process of the word to filter out things that are anti-Christ or anti-faith. That is how it should be. God tells me I can have good success. See what Jesus Christ did for you. The Bible says, you, knowing the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. That's the word of God. You saw the price he paid. The price he paid. Knowing the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, he was rich, but for your sake, he became poor. For your sake, he took your place. How many of us know the seesaw? You understand the concept? One time, Holy Spirit had to make me to understand the concept. I said, I'm trying to understand what this is. He said, look at the seesaw. You just imagine someone like me and a baby on the other side. So see what he's saying here. You were down there. Down, Richard. A failure. Even before you started, you were a failure. But you see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that he who was rich in everything. For your sake, he became poor. He went down on the seesaw so that you, through his, or by his going down, becoming poor, you might be elevated. That is grace. That is grace. You are already on top. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need to understand success from this point of view. On what Christ did for us. Hallelujah. 
So it was the same thing with the people of God. God has secured the land for them. Secure the land for them. Not only that, he has promised them, he promised them, not only that, his angels went with them. He said, behold, I send an angel to go before thee, to lead you on the way, to take you to the place which I have prepared for you. Isn't that the charge that he gave to Moses? Not only that, he himself went with them. His presence. Now, I want you to see number one principle for you to step into where God has destined for you or into his promises. Be successful. The first thing he mentioned, notice what he said. He says, be strong and courageous. Notice the number of times God brings this command before Joshua. Verse 6, verse 7 says, be very courageous. And verse 9 says, haven't I told you? Be strong and be courageous. What does it mean to be strong? Having or showing or the ability to exert great power. Either physically or otherwise. Speaks of power. What is the meaning of courage? Courage is the ability to do things which one finds frightening. The ability to do something that frightens one. Another version says, courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, to face danger, with or without fear. Courage is about doing what you are afraid to do. So there cannot be, or there can be no courage unless there is a contest. There can be no courage unless there's a conflict. There can be no courage without confrontation. There can be no courage without battle. There can be no courage without struggle. There can be no courage without a showdown. Listen. See the number one key that God was giving unto them. The number one principle to succeed. He says be strong and courageous. Why? I have given you the land already. And God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Will he not do it? If God has 
spoken it. Surely it shall come to pass. For the strength of Israel does not lie nor repent. For God is not a man. Your God is not a liar. Can you see something? That the number one principle above all things the first quality that a warrior of success is supposed to have is the quality of being strong and courageous. Do you know why? God cannot do for you what he expects you to do. No. He's done his own part. In fact, in the New Testament dispensation, you have the Holy Ghost with you. I send another comforter. Hallelujah. Paraclete, Paracletos. Who will stand by you. Oh, no wonder why he says, that same spirit helps our infirmities, your weaknesses. He empowers you. He emboldens you. God has never left you without an inheritance. Number two. God is the one who has given his word to you. And the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yea and amen. His promises are settled forever in heaven. They are not nay or yea, not yes or no, not there, neither here nor there. No, they are yes, yes and amen. Not only that, after Jesus Christ paid the price for you, he is sitting at the right hand of God doing what? Doing what? Oh, doing what? For who? Can the prayer of Jesus be denied? So you see, all these things are working in your favor. His word working in your favor. His spirit working in your favor. Not only that, Jesus Christ is there also praying for you. Every prayer Jesus makes on your behalf is answered. So you have no excuse to be a failure. Most of the times, what will fail to have courage 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 listen very carefully if the people of Israel Joshua and the people of Israel if they did not move from there they would be there eternally because God has done everything he ought to do. That was why he came 
three times. It's not because God is a stammerer. But he's trying to emphasize the fact over and over again that you have a responsibility to take the first step. Enough of being riveted. Enough of being in the same place. Praying. When God has given you a yes, it takes the step of boldness to enter into the place where God has destined for you. I see people here carry great ministries. I see great businessmen here. I see great inventors here. I see great generals in God's kingdom here. What are you still doing there? Won't you take a step? Some of us, we have stayed too long where we were. It's time for you to enter into the sphere where God has destined for you. Nobody is going to do it for you. You will have to do it. Number two. God did not promise us that there will not be challenges. He didn't tell them there are not going to be giants. There are giants there. But he says, I have given you the land. Sometimes, when we go preaching to people, we tell them, just believe Jesus. Everything will be over. And then they come in and something is different. You know why? The sphere that you are called to take there are giants there. But don't look at the giants. Look at the size of your God. Somebody please help me give God praise. If God is faithful to you, hallelujah, I say if God is faithful to you, I say if God is faithful to his word, uh, you will stand up and shout a big hallelujah. Oh, stand up and shout a big hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. You might be seated. So, if you do not move, nothing moves. I conclude with this, the third thing. He who is not courageous enough to take a step of faith will never achieve anything. I conclude with this. Now, I'll tell you something. Let me call it this way. He who is not courageous enough 
to take so you can understand because some people don't understand when you say faith. But I'll bring it so we can understand it. To take a risk will never achieve anything. Now, do you know that it takes a risk for you to leave your home and go back every day? Because people go out and they don't come back. It takes a risk for you even to fly abroad, not to fly in Nigeria. I'm talking about, see what happened to Ethiopia airline? The Malaysian airline? Everything is risky. Takes a risk for you to marry someone. You don't know where the person is coming from. You just fell in love. It's a big risk. No wonder why sometimes some people are disappointed. And then most of the time, people who do it in the Lord, they are very happy. But it's a very big risk. Anything can happen along the line. The person can change. The man can change. Death can come, God forbid. It's a big risk. It's a risk. It takes a risk for a woman to go under the dryer. What if it shocks her? Michael Jackson was trying to do a show and his head caught fire from fireworks. It takes risk. You are taking risk already. You are a risk taker by nature. It takes a risk for you to just join. They are doing, um, 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 you know, employment. You don't have what to do. You just, I want to be in the ministry. Some people end up being palmsec. Some people end up being minister. But it's a very big risk. It takes a risk. Because you can be retrenched. When they are downsizing, it takes a risk. Everything is all about risk. It takes a risk to go to the doctor's office for doctor to do medical checkup. It's a big risk. It's a risk because some people go to doctors. They drive themselves to the doctor's place. I've come to medical checkup. And they tell them, oh, something. There's something wrong somewhere. Nothing was wrong before. And then problem starts. But do you know something? The courage that God is talking about is not about risk. It takes faith. You know why? Because faith is based on the promises of God for you. Oh, I can't hear somebody say amen. So if in your normal life you are taking risk, why don't you take a step of faith? Hallelujah. I say, what is somebody waiting for? I say, what are you waiting for? 
I said, what are you waiting for? God expects you to take that step uh, into the place uh, where he has destined for you. Nobody goes about looking for giants. But when giants are there, what do you do? Do you back down? No, you confront it. Hallelujah. 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 I see God bringing in courage into your life. I see you as a judge succeeding. Hallelujah. It's not about your size. No. It's not even about your experience. No. The children of Israel, they were weak. People who had just left slavery. They did not even have any prior exposure to warfare. They came to fight seven nations. The Hittites, the Gagashites, the Jebusites, seven stronger, more powerful nations. According to human standard, they couldn't stand them. But because God said, go, they took a first step. Hallelujah. I do not know what that giant is in your life. I do not know what that challenge is in your life. It could be in your finances. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your profession. Maybe you are about to retire from civil service and you are afraid. I said to you, take a step. Hallelujah. It takes courage for you to step in. As a man of God, it takes courage to step into the place of your anointing I see you succeeding I say I see you succeeding I say I see you succeeding I see you succeeding if you are the one that God is talking about say a very big amen to that go ahead and put your hands together you are succeeding in your ministry you are succeeding in the field where God oh my God you are stepping out in faith you are stepping out in courage be bold be courageous, be strong, and be courageous because you must do it yourself. God cannot do it for you. Hallelujah! 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 One of the ways in which you can kill the giant is by number one step, just one step upon your inheritance kills the giant, just one step. Just a step. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May I close by saying this? For businessmen here. Leave the realms of thousands, enter the realms of billions, and don't be intimidated. I can't hear somebody say amen. I say I cannot have a witness in the house. I can't have a witness in the house. I say I cannot have a witness in the house. Do I have a witness in this place? Is somebody stepping out in courage tomorrow? Is somebody stepping out with courage? With that powerful, big, huge proposal, uh, it is not too big for you. Uh, don't be intimidated by the size of the buildings. Uh, don't be intimidated by the structure that, oh my God, uh, I see someone stepping in. If you don't move, nothing moves. See what he tells them. I have given you the land 
And it now goes again, say, wheresoever the soles of your feet shall step on, that I have given unto you. A step of courage is a step of collection. Go collect them in your ministry. Go collect. Hallelujah. In your call, go collect. As a student, go collect. Or as a worker, go collect. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. I pray with this in Jesus' mighty name. See what it says here. I conclude this morning, Joshua chapter 1 from verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, and not be discouraged, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. It's the courage that comes from the Spirit of God. courage that comes when you know his abiding presence. The strength we are drawing from his presence. Surely indeed his presence is a guarantee that you are a success. Most of you will have failed before or some have failed before but remember this, failure is just an event. Somebody says you are not a failure. I see someone who will pray this morning and say in the precious name of Jesus say Lord I receive boldness go ahead and begin to pray in the precious name of Jesus I receive strength from you I receive courage I delve in delve in thank you my father Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's pray. I would like to pray for some certain people this morning. Let's bow down our hands. Let's bow down our heads and pray. If you are here this morning and you don't know Jesus don't understand or experience experience what it means what the divine presence means God with us Emmanuel God living in the inside of you if you want to succeed this is the starting point God must be with you. You must receive him into your life so Jesus Christ comes in and his abiding presence stays with you. That's the starting point. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, 
call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.